this is Lana Lynn Marino and welcome again to my podcast Journeys to Wellness. My website wellnessjourneys.co.uk you can get in touch with me or you can just go online and just check me out have a look and um, I do a number of things but I love to help people to find their purpose the way that I have found my purpose um, on the journey that we all know is life. So today I'm going to be talking about um, nothingness um, from a book, Meister Eckhart's Book of Secrets. I came across today in my meditation a verse which really stuck with me and I found hard to connect to. And when I think about things that I don't understand, it's because there's in my mind there's there's a block that stops me from seeing what I need to see or hear what I need to hear or to understand something and I think that can be the case for many of us I don't understand that as a child we need to be told and ex- given an explanation well why is why is that color red why is it not blue so we learn at an early age, you know, and part of our development is part of our root chakra, developing our first chakra, coming into the world and not knowing anything. <clears throat> but in fact, we know everything. It's just that we've gone to sleep and we've, we've forgotten. And if you're open to past lives, as I am, then we will understand, you will understand that in another lifetime, you know, we've learned as much as we could learn Um, Maybe we didn't learn enough. So I believe in many beliefs and theories are that in this lifetime we have to try to understand the lesson that we're given, good and bad, in everything that happens. So today, to someone with God, to someone with God, there is happy discomfort, there is glad darkness, There is joyful grieving. There is a lack of nothing. And that lack, that nothing, is otherwise hard to find. Made me think really deep about what it means. What does nothingness mean? So I I looked it up and um, gave me some insight which I'll share with you. But I will come to my own understanding of what is nothing. A Course in Miracles teaches us that nothing exists outside of the concept that we have. What we believe to be is true. What we, to be, what we believe is accurate and how we interpret something to make us believe, to make us feel comfortable about something to someone with God, to someone with God. What does that mean? To someone with God, someone that knows God, there is happy discomfort. Is that being uncomfortable with life that you're at at the moment? Is it being uncomfortable with the familiarity of unhappiness, of sadness? Is it the discomfort of not knowing why I keep getting these anxiety attacks, why I feel low, I feel happy one day, and then the next day I come right back down. There is happy discomfort. 
and only go by going into the discomfort, or we can call it trauma, do we actually face that bleakness, that darkness of our inner soul, our inner spirit that is trying to reach up like a, a seedling that is trying to find the light, is trying to come through the earth to, to reach the light, to receive some sunlight that solar energy to, ah, that moment of understanding why I feel like this. To, to someone with God, there is happy discomfort. There is glad darkness. To go into the darkness, to understand that when we close our eyes, there is darkness. When we turn the light off, there is darkness. When we go to sleep there is darkness there is darkness because we go back down into the very depth of our soul we connect with our spirit and sometimes that is discomfort sometimes that is painful to actually find comfort in the discomfort there is joyful grieving grieving for what why are you listening to this past podcast? And why are you grieving if you are grieving? What is it that you are grieving for? Why are we grieving? Why do we grieve? I spoke to a friend last night um, whose husband passed at that same time, a couple of hours before. And my friend of many, many years was grieving she showed me a picture, or she took me on the phone, the picture of her dead husband, deceased husband. It was his body that was there. And I could feel her grief. My heart was so full of her pain. The discomfort of the grief that I felt from her lit up my joy. Because in looking at him, I could see his peacefulness. I could see his passing over, his spirit at peace, at rest. This man wasn't a very happy person all of the time in life, but my friend made him very happy, especially in the latter part of his years. And I know he was very happy with her, but there was a deep, deep grieving and painfulness that I always saw in him. And grieving is something that we cannot push, we cannot rush. It's a process that we grieve and we allow the grief process to actually become one with us. I feel grieving, I feel grieving all the time and there is joyful grieving, which is a way of letting go of the past, being in touch with that grief that deep part of ourself. And when I talk to people about the grieving of the, the child self, the child that didn't have enough love or nurturing or attention, or was made to believe that they were different or they weren't acceptable, that grief will pop up every now and again. We can think that we're on the road to recovery and we've come to terms with things, but it's always there, it's always in the background. But this is what A Course in Miracles teaches us, that the grief of the past is always coming from a place of just that, the past, and the familiarity of pain, 
that we've been accustomed to. So there is joyful grieving and there is a lack of nothing. And this is where I got stuck, where I had to really dig deep into what does that mean? What does in lack mean? So it's a noun and it says here, there's an insufficiency, a shortage or absence of something required or desired. Something that is required but is absent or in short supply. The verb, intro, often fall by in or for. To be deficient in or have need of. To lack purpose. What is nothingness philosophy? It's a philosophical term for the general state of non-existence, sometimes reified as a domain or dimension into which things pass when they cease to exist or out of which they may come to exist. For example, in some cultures, God is understood to have created the universe ex nihilo, out of nothing. Does nothingness exist? Yes, nothingness exists, but only as a false concept. Concept itself, nothingness is also something. It's a concept. There is a lack of nothing. There is a lack of nothing. There is a lack of nothing. Just take a deep breath and just feed into this, feel into this, this sentence. There is a lack of nothing. And that lack, that nothing, is otherwise hard to find. If there is nothing, then do we come from nothing? Well, if you accept a physical definition of nothing, then yes, the universe as we know it very much appears to have arisen from nothing. But if you leave physical constraints behind, then all certainly about our ultimate cosmic origins disappears. I love this because it's given new meaning to my day. It's given new meaning to my deeper understanding of life and each day, each day to be blessed with another journey of learning. To someone with God, there is happy discomfort. There is glad darkness. There is joyful grieving. There is a lack of nothing and that lack nothing is otherwise hard to find so maybe you're close to joy maybe we are close to joy that's a beautiful kind of awakening to think about maybe we are close to joy the lack of familiarity having joy having nurture recognizing the past has been one big lie that everything that happened in the past to us to you right now when you think about it it's just that it's a concept 
of pain, of trauma, that was held, that is physically held, that emotionally has entrapped you, has entrapped us, all of us, or emotions we can't live without. So we cling to the ones that make us feel comfortable. We cling to the ones that make us feel in touch with our victim side. I am a victim of my past. We are all victims to our past, to circumstances. But how much do we want to hold on to that victim status? What stops us from stepping into our power, to be empowered and enriched in the power of now? To understand that right now is all you have. All you have. There is a lack of nothing. And that lack that nothing is otherwise hard to find. I look at the analogy of going into a field with a metal detector and hoping that we can find some sort of treasure that can enrich our life. If I find something that is very valuable, then I can take it and exchange it for money and that money will buy me happiness. It will buy me a cruise, it will take me on holiday. I'll be able to buy that gold ring that I've been looking at for so long. I can make my family happy. I can buy them a house. I thought about this the other day when I was thinking about people that come into wealth and how they choose to use that wealth. Does wealth make us happy? Well, it depends how you define wealth. If we're dependent on monetary wealth, then that's not happiness. For some people, yes, it can be happy. For a little while, I've come into money many times, big amounts of money, and it's given me joy. It's helped me to study. It's helped me to find a passage to get to where I need to get to. And that's taken me on to the next journey. If we get onto that plane or that boat or that train, it takes us on to a physical journey. There's the unknown, there's the nothingness of actually, we don't know what we're going to, but it feels good. There is joyful grieving, there is a lack of nothing. Grieving our past, grieving our old self, grieving everything that stopped us from being happy. And remembering that child, the innocence of the child that came into the world, that was innocence. It was so open and naive, so open and trusting, believing that the world was safe, we would be looked after, only to be let down by parents that maybe loved us or do love us, but they're so deeply ingrained in their victim, in their story, in their familiar discomfort, that how can they show us anything different? So it's, it's painful to think that as children, we experience sometimes this, um, and only for later on in life to, apart from spending a whack load of money on, on finding our way, and finding out who we really are, defining who we are, apart from the identity that's been given to us. It's painful to think that we come into our understanding late in life, but at the same time, we can never come into our understanding of anything until we are ready. To someone with God, 
there is happy discomfort, there is glad darkness, there is joyful grieving, there is a lack of nothing, and that lack, that nothing, is otherwise hard to find. But we can find it, you can find it. However you're feeling right now, look deep within. Where we are. When you are really free, you are no longer pining away for freedom. You will be present in this moment. You will be happy to follow God alone in the light that shows us where we are. I'm going to end this podcast with a a meditation. I'd like you to close your eyes right now and focus on your breath. Go into the deep core of the sacral chakra, down into your belly. And as you breathe in, just notice how the muscles expand. And as they expand, take the biggest breath slowly, slowly. And breathe out slowly. If you can repeat that as you breathe in, drawing the energy, the breath up from the lower sacral chakra, feeling the body responding. As you breathe out, noticing the blood flow, the circulatory system, everything opening up and moving as you're moving the energy through the body and coming out through the mouth. So you're breathing in through the deep core, second sacral chakra, coming up, passing through the third, solar plexus, the heart, the fourth, (sighs) breathing out through the fifth, through your throat. So I want you to imagine bringing up the deepest negative core beliefs that you have, the deepest core painful memories that you have, that is sitting there, that is very prevalent in your mind right now. Just bring that up through the breath as you breathe in, up through the second, third, fourth, coming up to the fifth through the mouth. And as you breathe out, you're releasing. So you're breathing in and this time you're coming a bit faster. You're going to begin to notice your whole body reverberating with the breath. You might feel some tingling, you might feel some strange dizziness through your head as you're breathing out. Stop for a moment in the next in-breath and put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and breathe out through your nose. As you're breathing in now through your nose, breathing out through your nose making sure that your mouth your tongue is on the roof of your mouth so you're not allowing the oxygen to go up into the brain to cause that dizziness so what you're doing is just redistributing the blood flow so you're breathing in through the nose and breathing out breathing in and out you're no longer attached to the thought process you're allowing your body to release 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 letting this go whatever it is that you need to let go. And now, just for a moment, stop. Just allow any shaking in your body that is trying to release any blocked energy, usually around the throat, the neck, 
the shoulders, the spine. So as you're shaking, just allow your body to relax. Come back into your space, just being. I want you to notice the tingling now in the bottom of your feet, in the tips of your fingers, bringing awareness to those body parts, bringing awareness to the body parts, and you are in control, you are in control of letting go of the past, you are in control of reminding yourself that you are at one. To someone with God, there is happy discomfort. There is glad darkness. There is joyful grieving. There is a lack of nothing. And that lack, that nothing, is otherwise hard to find. You are well. You are here. You are now. Thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast. And I hope you go away and have a brilliant day, a brilliant evening. Remember that you can send me messages, anchor.fm slash Lynn Marino. On Twitter, you can find me on Wellness Journeys, my Instagram page, Journeys to Wellness. Or you can email me, info at wellnessjourneys.co.uk. Take care. And be blessed in all you do and in all you are.